everyone. It's your girl Gabrielle from A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. Welcome to another episode of Hot Topics. So this is the show where we talk real talk about things in education, employment, mental health, physical health, anything else that is steamy. And if you're not already familiar with us, get familiar with us. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so this is the show where we talk real talk about things that are very important. And we like to bring up a lot of important issues and this is the place where we like to do it. So today's topic is reading strategies, right? So I have a guest with me who's gonna help me with this discussion. Her name is Sandra Williams. So let me tell you a little bit about her. So Mrs. Williams is a retired teacher with 30 years of teaching experience. She has taught grades one, three, four, and five. She is the owner and CEO of Alpha Kids Incorporated, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Her website is alphakidsincorporated.com and it contains a plethora of teacher resources such as lesson plans, use books, editable materials, PowerPoints, and much, much more. Mrs. Williams has shared reading strategies that increase reading test scores to hundreds of teachers across America. She has also developed a musical phonics program called Launch Into Phonics. The phonics program includes a teacher's guide, a downloadable MP4 player, and a student book. The teacher's guide is written in English only, or English and Spanish. She is the author of the book, Teaching in the Trenches, which we'll discuss later as well. She shares the hilarious and heartbreaking accounts of her journey as a teacher and the positive effects of discipline and classroom management. I'm gonna bring Sandra onto the show now. So Sandra, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? How are you doing today? I'm doing fine today. Thank you for having me as your guest speaker. No problem, no problem. All right, so you are going to talk to us about reading strategies. And just to emphasize, these are strategies for children in elementary school. Is that right? Yes. Absolutely. Fabulous. All right, so I'm going to turn it over to you. Go ahead and, and talk to us. Thank you. All right. I'm going to discuss the six reading components for grades one through three. I am happy to share the reading strategies I have used to increase reading test scores. Imagine yourself making a cake. There are certain ingredients that a cake must have to be called a cake. If you leave out the self-rising ingredients of the cake, the cake won't rise and the cake won't look like a cake, right? Keep that illustration about the cake in your mind because I'm going to tell you all the ingredients needed to have a successful reading program. Next slide.
The six reading components are phonological awareness, phonics, fluency, vocabulary, comprehension, and writing. Next. Phonological awareness. We all know that phonological awareness is a key ingredient in reading success. Phonological awareness is being aware of sounds in spoken, not written language. It is being aware that speech is made up of individual sounds. Phonological awareness activities should be taught at least three to four months at the beginning of the school year, four months for first grade and three months for second. Third grade teachers, if you have any kids that cannot hear the sounds, you should probably start the paperwork for that child to be tested. Next. Here are some phonological awareness games. One of them is to let the students play with their names. They like to have fun segmenting the letter sounds in their names. Next. Another game is you're going to read words that have the students to raise their hand if they hear the sound, the short A sound. They're going to raise their hand every time they hear that short A sound. Next. Phonics. Phonics is the main ingredient of the reading program. It must be taught systematically and explicitly. Phonics is matching speech sounds to printed letters. As I previously stated, I have created a phonics program. The teacher's guide tells you what to say, do, and materials to use. Next. The number one question that new teachers asked me was how to teach phonics. One of the teachers told me that her college did not teach them how to teach phonics. Hmm. So I gave the new teachers a list with phonics sounds in the order that I taught them to my students. And some of them, I have the list here, but some of them are short vowels, long vowels, short vowel words, CBC words, BCE words, and the list continues on. I give you a minute to read those. Next, this is a page from my short vowels uh, phonics book, teacher edition book. And I tell you what to say, do, and materials to use. Next, decodable books. Decodable books is another ingredient needed for a successful reading program. For example, if you are teaching short vowel words, Give your students the short vowel decodable books to read. As you teach the sounds, you're going to give the students the book that matches the sounds. You can find a plethora of decodable books online. Next. Fluency. Fluency strategies are important ingredients for the reading program. I have chosen to use three fluency strategies. 
Reader's Theater, Echo Reading, and Choral Reading. The kids loved Reader's Theater. They were placed in groups of four. The group that read their parts smoothly were given a cupcake or popsicle party. They loved it. Echo Reading. I would project a story that the students were going to read. I would read two to three sentences and the students would repeat the sentences. Choral reading. I would take a story and tell the students that we are going to read a few sentences together. I would tell them to read the sentences silently before we read them together. These are excellent strategies to increase fluency. Next. Vocabulary. This is another ingredient needed for reading success. You're going to choose a story to read to your students. Okay. You're going to get a small writing chart. At the top of the chart, you're going to put the name of the story. On the left, you're going to write the vocabulary words that you have chosen. And on the right, you're going to write a purpose question. Discuss the definition of the vocabulary words and read the purpose question. Tell the students when they hear the vocabulary word being read in the story, raise their hands. When they hear the answer to the purpose question, they are to keep the answer in their mind. After the story is read, the students can write the answer to the purpose question. The answer to the purpose question can be presented orally. These strategies are done at least once a week with a book. After you have read the book and discussed the definition of the three words, then you can do the interesting words chart. Next. Write the three words on the chart. The next day, call the students to the carpet and randomly ask them to read the words and give the definition. Review at least three times a week. When you read another book, add those words to the chart and continue the same process. You will discover that the students will learn the words and definitions. If you feel that they all recognize the words, and definitions, put an X beside those words. The X will let you know to not discuss those words again because they know them. They'll have fun with those words. Next. Make a sentence. This is another ingredient. You're going to use index cards. Think of a sentence and write a word on each index cards. Put the words in Ziploc bag. Distribute it to each student and tell them to put the words in order to form a sentence. Once you have taught capitalization and end punctuation, leave the capital letter off the first letter of the sentence and leave off the end punctuation. Tell the students to correctly rewrite the sentence and give them a treat. They love that one. Next, test-taking vocabulary is another important ingredient. 
It is important that your students can read the test-taking vocabulary and know the definition of them. After I taught four test-taking vocabulary words and the definitions, I would take the word or words and place them on an index card. Then I would write the definition of the vocabulary word or words on another index card. The cards would be mixed up and placed in a Ziploc bag. The students would be asked to take the words out and match the definition to the correct word or words. I would randomly call a student to read the word and tell me the definition of the word. Next. These are a few words and definitions. There are many more that you can choose to make for your students. Next. Take a look at the words. There are a lot of them that you could use, especially for third grade. They are, they are different from first and second. Okay, next. Comprehension. This is another ingredient. The most important strategy is assisting the students in remembering what they have read. Take a passage that is easy for them all to read, but with a level of difficulty to comprehend. Tell a student to read two or three sentences orally. After the sentences have been read, instruct all students to close their books. The student that read the sentences will tell you what he or she has read. If the student does not know what he or she has read, ask another student to summarize the sentences and continue with two or three more sentences. That really gets them thinking. Another one is you're going to make cards with five words or numbers. Hold the card up for 10 seconds. Turn the card face down and have the students write down the information in the order that they saw it. They love that one. That's competitive for them. Next. Brainstorming. Brainstorming is a common strategy used by teachers. Brainstorming prior knowledge is a great comprehension strategy. Introduce the topic with a word, a phrase, or a picture in the circle. Write the student ideas. They love that. They give you their ideas, and then you put it up in the classroom, and they see all of the ideas that they generated. Okay, next. Story maps. Story maps increase comprehension. You're going to put the setting, the characters, the problem, the resolution. You're going to talk about it over and over again with a book. Um, just tell the kids that the setting is where the story takes place. The characters, or who are the characters in the story, the people, the animals in the story. Problem, what is the problem in the story? Resolution, how did the story end? Okay, and they love that, but you, with first grade and second grade, you really need to do that orally a lot, and then you can give them little um, sheets, and then they can fill in the answers to it, okay? All right, next. 
Context clues. Context clues is one of the main ingredients. You're going to take a story that you have read or a new story that you would like to read to your class. Leave some words out, only using the first two or three sounds of the word. Put the information on a large writing chart. And this is an example. So you're going to leave out the main parts of the word using the beginning sounds of the word, put it in their center or their center activities, and they can do that and have a lot of fun with that. Sometimes I pair them up in groups of two, and then sometimes I have them to do that individually, okay? And you will really see if they can read it and, and you know, figure out what the words are. So it's a real good strategy, okay? Next. And uh, beginning, middle, and end, that's a real good one for first and second grade. What happened at the beginning of the story? What happened in the middle of the story? What happened at the end of the story? You can use those um, graphic organizers, put it in their centers, and they can read the story and answer those questions. Okay, next. Expository writing. This is the graphic organizer I used to teach expository writing. Let's say the topic is pizza. So you're going to write pizza in the topic box. You're going to show the main idea box. Discuss how there should only be one or two sentences in each box. First and second grade, one or two sentences, okay? Third grade, three or four sentences for the main idea, all right? You're going to point out the detail boxes. Tell them that the detail boxes should only have one, two, or three words in them. Discuss the conclusion sentence and tell them that the conclusion sentence should always start with, now you know. Next. Now, this is the actual story. My favorite food is pizza. I like cheese, pepperoni, and crust. First comma, you always train them with the transitional words, but I have a lesson plan that you can look at. It tells you everything to say, do, all of that for the writing, okay? First comma, and I always, when I read it, I say, first comma, next comma, so the kids will get used to putting that comma behind there, okay? First comma, I like the cheese because it's gooey. Next comma, the pepperoni tastes good. Last comma, I like to eat the crust because it has lots of cheese. Now you know that my favorite food is pizza. It's a long process for first grade, but if you uh, take my lesson plan and follow that. It's easy for you to follow and teach the kids. Okay, next. Visit my website to purchase expository writing lesson plans. The plans tell you what to say, do, and provide worksheets to use. And you can find it at alphakidsinc.com. I have created a list of teacher videos on YouTube. 
take a look at the video called Expository Writing First Grade. Subscribe to my channel to receive the latest videos. Next, this is a book that I have uh, written, Teaching in the Trenches. I have also written the phonics program, Launch into Phonics. You can find them on my website, applicantsinc.com. My book, you can find it on my website or Barnes and Noble or Apple iTunes. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel so that you can re receive all of the um, videos that I will currently be putting out there, okay? And the name of my channel is Sandra Fletcher Williams. That's it. Awesome, thank you. Thank you so much. That was very, very informative. All right, so can you talk about, tell us about the importance of implementing these reading strategies at such a young age? Well, these are the strategies that most of the school systems, you know, tell you to use for the students. And uh, most teachers have been trained for that, for all of these strategies. Um, a lot of times the teachers forget to use them. So, so that's why I'm bringing them up because a lot of the teacher edition books don't have some of the strategies, especially the fluency um, strategies and some of the others. So it's, it's there just to remind them that they should, you know, use these strategies. Awesome. Awesome. But then what I mean is the child, the child, the child themselves. Why is it important for children to receive these strategies at such a young age? Well, it helps them to read. It just helps them to read. It gives them, um, you have a lot of strategies and a lot of different ways to get those kids to read. The phonics, the phonological awareness. I mean, you have to do those things. And then it comes all up to fluency and getting them to read, reading those words and attacking those words. Because if they don't know the phonics, then it's just going to just, it's going to be a disaster, a really bad disaster if they don't, they can't attack those words. Can you talk more about that? Okay, well, I always start out with the, um, the short vowel words and then, you know, I, I have the kids to do the, um, you know, the, the consonant, the vowel, and then the consonant. And so we go over all of those sounds and we play games with them. They have it in their centers. And then we go to the long vowels, two vowels together, and I give them the little rules. And then I do the vowel consonant E. So I do a lot of little games and things for the kids in their centers to reinforce what I've taught, the phonics that I've taught. Mm. Okay. The, we want children at, to, how do I phrase it? So we want children to build up those reading skills. We want to get them at a young age so that they're set when, they're, when they get older and they're not struggling when they're older. Is, is yes. that right? Yes, yes. Because so many teachers say that when the kids come up to even second grade, they, they say a lot of them can't read. And it's because they're not being taught explicit 
phonics explicitly. You have to teach them and then they have to play with them. A lot of teachers will give them like worksheets, but that's not good, especially for first grade. They need to play with the sounds. They need to have little manipulatives in their hand and putting the sounds together and saying them. They can move up to the paper, but at the beginning, they really need to have that kinesthetic, you know, manipulation with those sounds. Mm. So, so it's important to get not just more than just the words, but the actual sounds that make up the words. Right, right. Absolutely, absolutely. So do you have any final advice for any teachers who may be watching, any parents who may be watching? What, what advice would you like to give to the viewers? Well, uh, parents, just make sure you go back and listen to this video. It's very informative. It's very important that you use all of the strategies, parents and teachers. Make sure you teach this to your students. Don't leave anything out. And you might need to jot down some of the strategies that you've heard so that you won't forget them. I had to do it and I was teaching for 30 years. I had a little piece of paper on my desk and I would put down, okay, I need to do fluency this day. I need to do this. And I would even put it in my lesson plan. Okay, I need to do uh, phonics today. I did phonics every day. I did phonological awareness, but the fluency and some of the other strategies when I used those graphic organizers, I had to put that on my desk so that I could remind myself to do those strategies. And anyone can use these strategies or anyone can yeah. implement them, right? So it's not just teachers, but parents can do it as well. Yes. Yes, parents, I'm giving you all of the information, so go for it. Awesome. And you heard that. You heard that, everyone. So definitely um, get those strategies. Get them in young, right? Yes. Don't wait till it's too late. So definitely get them while they're young. Yes. All right. So, Sandra, thank you so much for joining me today. And to everyone watching, you can find Sandra online. She, she mentioned it already in the video, but I'm just going to reiterate. You can find her online. Her website is www.alphakidsinc.com. And she also has a YouTube channel. It is under her name, Sandra Fletcher Williams, right? And we'll also... We'll provide all this information in the description as well. And she also has a book. What's, can you talk about the book? What's it called? Teaching in the Trenches. Teaching in the Trenches. Mm -hmm. And can you tell us about the book a little bit? Well, it covers discipline and classroom management. Um, I tell you how to relate to your students. You know, you have to, you know, like my students, I would, um, to relate to them, I would go to their football games, at least one. <laughs> I didn't like sports, but just to relate to my students. If they had a dance recital, anything extracurricular, I always showed up one time, you know, and the boys really, oh, that just made their day. And oh, they knew, they knew Miss Williams just loved them. 
And so you have to relate to them. And then I give you discipline strategies, how to go into the classroom and stand like a general because a general, when he goes somewhere, everybody listens, okay? <laughs> so I give you listening strategies. And I tell you, I never had any problems with discipline. My kids, after the first two weeks, I have a video on that. The first two weeks of school is very important. You cannot let them get away with things. You know, you're nice the first week. And I tell you all kinds of strategies. And then after, when that second week comes, you crack down on those discipline strategies that you have been talking about that first week. And after that, those kids will be excellent, excellent. And then when they, when you can keep the discipline under, then the kids will learn. I always had high test scores because I taught my students how to listen. That's in my book too. <laughs> oh, awesome! So definitely go get that book. And where can and where can I get the where can I get the book? You can get it from my website. You. Can get it from Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and Apple iTunes. Amazing, amazing. Right, so go out there and get that book. And that concludes our episode for today. Thank you so much for joining us. Please check out our YouTube channel for more videos and clips. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. You can also find us, Step Ahead Tutoring Services, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Eventbrite, and WhatsApp. And if you would like to learn more about our services and our workshops, you can visit us at our website at www.stepaheadtutoringservices.com. And one last thing before I go, we are also seeking financial contributions to our crowdfunding campaign on ifundwomen.com. The funds will be used to keep our staff employed, offer free and low-cost services, to put on productions such as Hot Topics here, and to reach out to families nationwide. Our unique link will also be in the description. Please consider making a contribution. No amount is too small. We will definitely appreciate the support. And I'm going to show you a little video just to reiterate this point. Hey there, have you heard of us? We're a small team of tutors here at A Step Ahead Tutoring Services. We believe that education and information should be accessible to everyone, regardless of income, race, or creed. We're dedicated to making this happen, but we need your help. Please consider donating to our crowdfunding campaign. No amount is too small. Your donation will allow us tutors to remain employed, offer free and low-cost services, and reach out to families nationwide. With your help, we can tackle the academic challenges of our students and the emotional, mental, and behavioral changes that result from these challenges. As a bonus, we can improve our communities in the process. Support us today. We're a for-profit company. Your donation may not be tax-deductible. Please consult a tax professional. Thank you for watching. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please tune in to our next episode.
We'll see you next time. Signing off. Bye. Bye.